Hello, everyone. This is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club, and we are now at episode 143. And I'm glad to have back two of our guest panels from episode 13. Uh, my cousin CJ. How's everybody doing today? And of course, my little brother John, also known as Hypocrisy. So, and we're gonna do a review on one of the greatest Marvel movies of 2018, The Black Panther. Your thoughts? <clears throat> I thought that it was a very well-made movie. I thought, uh, I thought it was great. It. I wouldn't say that it's my favorite Marvel movie, but it's definitely number two on the list. As far as background character movies go, it's probably one of my favorites. It was definitely the best origin story, and I say that even saying it was better than the first Iron Man movie. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to say that, but it's up there. And I love Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, and of course, I love, love, love Michael B. Jordan as Eric Killmonger. He stole the movie. Yeah, he did stole stole the movie. As far as villains go, you like yeah, he's the one. I want him to come back. <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about the movie is T'Challa being the main character. He was the least interesting person in the whole movie. He yeah. was just the most boring character in the whole movie. I think it's because he stole the other movie. He stole Civil War. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. I think it's because of that. He had so much of a dynamic uh, appearance coming in on that one that he didn't need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, exactly. Because... <laughs> Like okay, this is this is what I told the majority of people who are like, oh man, I'm gonna see, I want to see Black Panther, man. I'm like, well, are you gonna? So I ask, oh, are you gonna see the uh, the Avengers: Age of Ultron, Captain America: Civil War first? He's like, no, nah, I ain't never seen, I ain't seen those, I ain't know those around. I'm like, well, so I tell them, hey, you might want to see this movie first before watching the Black Panther. And that way, you can get a clear understanding mm-hmm. of the film. Because the film took place after the events of Captain America: Civil War. Clear understanding of the motivation. Exactly. Right. Because in Avengers Age of Ultron, they introduced uh, Ulysses Claw. Mm -hmm. But before that, they mentioned Wakanda. Because that's where where the Vibranium was from. Mm -hmm. That's what made Captain America shield. And that's what Ultron needed to use to make his new body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when they mentioned the words Wakanda, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, Black Panther, that's that's where he comes in. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, people have been talking about Black Panther film. So, it was also a prep for Captain America Civil War as well. I mean, the Avengers Age of Ultron. So, that's, and that's where, you know, <clears throat> Black Panther comes in as well. Mm-hmm. So, you had that. And then, of course, Black Panther was finally introduced into Captain America Civil War. Right. So, that's why I, t- that's why I try to tell people, hey, before watching Captain America Civil War, don't just watch it because it's a black movie. Just watch it because, you know, it's a Marvel movie and... These, you know, the movie takes place after the events of two other movies. It's not necessarily a black movie. That's why I try to tell people. It's it's a majority all black cast. That yes. Is, that is the main, and the director. And the director is black. Yes. And the main character, of course, the the, the protagonist, the hero. Yeah. The child. Right. He's black, but right. you just have to understand, it's, it's their culture. They're from an African country. Of course, the majority of them are African. Yeah. It's a Marvel movie. It's yeah. a Disney movie. It's exactly. a comic book movie. It's not a movie specifically for black people. Not one that's not, not a Tyler Perry film. It's not a Tyler Perry film. That's why I try to tell people. It's not a movie that white people 
can't go to and enjoy because it's an all-black cat. It's because, not that type of movie. Because, I, just, I, read, I, read, I read Facebook status talking about, oh, uh, we need, he's like, oh, we need this for a black community. And then it was like, okay, I have a Caucasian friend who was like, hey. I understand where they're coming on that. Aspect because, no, no. But here's, okay, go ahead. Because what superheroes do we have that are predominant in all the years that there's been movies? What superheroes have we had that had a movie of their own and that has a following nonetheless? <laughs> besides, we talked about Blade earlier, besides Blade, yeah. who else? What other superheroes? Like, they don't even give us the Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, John Stewart, yeah. So, like, what superhero do we actually have? So, I understand what people are saying. We need this for the black community. Like, we need this face superhero. We need this face to be the face of superheroes for us as people. But when you tell other minorities, like, you know, Hispanic, Asians, whites, that it's not for them, that's where... Yeah, that's where the line is. That's, that's, that's where you cross. Exactly. Yeah, that's but where it crosses. I kind of get what people are right. I, I can understand <clears throat> because why someone feels that way, but they're not expressing it in a way that it should be expressed. Saying that this is a black movie is not to say that white people shouldn't go see it or white people aren't allowed to go see it or it's not for white people. That's not the message that I think they're trying to get across. They're just trying to get across that there's now a black superhero that has entered the Marvel Universe and he's come, he came in with a bang. Yeah, most definitely. And he's here to stay. He's tough. He's tougher than most. He's got more money than Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne put together, he's a bad man. It just shows the person in power of color in power. Yeah. Besides, Batman has his power. He doesn't have a power. His power is he has money. Same sense with T'Challa. He has an numerous amounts of money, and he just so happens to have something that will give him basically superhuman strength, superhuman speed. Agility. Agility. But there's a lot of things that, excuse me, T'Challa is capable of doing that they don't even touch on in the movie, such as there's a series where T'Challa brings back um, the army of the dead from Wakanda because one of T'Challa's abilities is he can control the dead, and they don't even touch on that in the movie. And there, there are a few things that he's able to do that, I don't think the Marvel Universe has a fit for just yet, but he's a very dynamic character. He's more than just an African guy wearing a cat suit. Yeah. As Falcon so eloquently stated, so war. Yeah. But uh, again, it, it's it's not a. There should be no racial barriers around this movie. Yeah. This this movie did do something very special, I guess you could say, for the black community in the sense that as a little black kid, you know, you're running around with your friends, you know, we want to be this superhero, we want to play this game. I want to be Captain America. I want to be Captain America. I want to be Tony Stark. Well, a little black kid can say, you know what, I want to be T'Challa. That's what I want to be. I want to be the Black Panther. Uh-huh. In that sense, yes, I can now be. They different. I can be Killmonger. Yes, I can be Killmonger. Or yeah. a little black girl can say, well, I want to be Shuri. Or I want to be Okoye, you know? I mean, in a, yeah, in a sense, I can understand how it is a big step up. But, again, there shouldn't be any barriers. What if a little white kid says, well, I want to be the Black Panther because he's awesome? But of course, they get offended. They well, shouldn't because the Black Panther is something that can be passed down to somebody. Right. Exactly. But here's, and then here's the thing. I wouldn't be offended. Matter of fact, I saw, I saw an Asian guy dressed in the Black Panther seat when I was at Planet Comic Con. 
It didn't bother me at all. I'm it like, should, hey, it, it shouldn't. Nice. That shouldn't bother you any more than it should bother a white person, a black person dressing up like Wolverine I, yeah, or I, Superman or yeah. Batman. I had to confront one guy was like, you know, because uh, I was talking to my friend, my Caucasian friend, who was like, oh, man, dude, I love Black Panther because he, you know, he loves Fantastic Four as well. So I was like, oh, he's like, this is a cool movie. And he's like, and somebody overheard, some, you know, an African-American overheard the conversation and said, dude, He's like, this ain't for y'all. I'm like, wait a minute. It ain't just for us. It's for everybody, all minorities. So we, I'm like, you going around telling my friend that it's not for him, but yet it's for everybody. Because anybody who's a Marvel fan. The movie is for anyone that is a Marvel or comic book fan. Exactly. It doesn't matter what color, what gender, what you are. Purple or Exactly. If you, listen, that's why I try to tell the person. Anyone who says that is ignorant. And that those people do not represent the Marvel or the superhero community by any means. Of course not. Most not of, at all. The major, I mean, that's the thing. The majority of them I know, the majority of African Americans that I know who saw the movie, didn't even watch any of the Marvel films at all. That's why I was like, well, you have to. I'm not, I mean, I'm not gonna make them do it. I just thought, hey, this would be a good idea to at least watch, you know, Avengers: Age of Ultron and Captain America: Civil War. That way you can understand. Now, that's what I that's what I suggested, but right. if they're not gonna follow, that's that's them. Telling to child, hey, ask me who I am. Yeah. And he's like, no. Nah, don't so then, I don't care who you are. Because yeah. you know, if you if you tell me who you are, that means you you real. What are you saying? And then, but here's the thing. So he know he he's, so the guy was like, okay, if the king's not gonna ask you, I'm gonna ask you. Yeah. Who are you? And the thing, it had nothing to do with skin color. He was just an outsider. Outsider. Exactly. He wasn't. He born wasn't there, part of them. Yeah. But, right. But he knew that he knew he knew that stuff, and he had that, that ring on. So he's yeah. like, who? Why? I mean, he was he was a royal he was a people royal bloodline. Because, right, right. you know, he had the ring. He also had the the knowledge. 
I mean, he had the knowledge. Um, so it's like, okay, you know, it's uh, <laughs> I mean, when he was like, I remember when, when he was like, dude, he's like, I am because in, in Wakanda, he was in the Swahili or the language I think they speak in. In their in their language, they're like, you know, he's he introduced himself as he's he's like, hey, I am in the Jaka because that was his birth name. Right. Just like the Chala, you got Jobu, you got, you know, he, that was his birth name, in the Jaka. But in America, he was Eric Stevens, and then, of course, mercenaries later on called him Killmonger. Eric, so, a.k.a. Eric Killmonger. Exactly. But in the Jaka, that's the name, though, for sure. Right. And then, of course, he's like, I'm the son of Prince Joe, but then one of them got up like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he was like, whoa, what? He got up, he's like, oh, wait a minute. He's like, what? <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, it's just, the movie, when it came out, and people had this, this, you know, well, this is a black movie, it's not for white people, and, you know, yeah. we, even though I've never watched a Marvel movie, I'm black, I need to go watch this movie. You know, that that kind of ruined the movie for me, in a sense, because right. that's not what they it's made it about. A spectacle. They made it a spectacle when it should have just been a movie that was fan it was a great movie, but people turned it into something it should not have been. This movie was no different than Captain America, the Winter Soldier. It exactly. was a great Marvel movie, period. Yeah, period. period. And it just so happened to It have, just so happened that have, the cast was all black. That's right. That's right. 99% of the cast. Right. So, I mean, this wasn't an African movie. This wasn't was a black culture movie. This was a movie about a man that became king after he lost his father and his internal struggle on trying to live life without the only man he's ever known to show him how to live life. Exactly. That's what the movie's about. Right. That's it. Period. Right. <clears throat> but the messed up part about the film, right? I mean, I'm just saying, what like, was like, <clears throat> like the part where, okay, T'Chaka, who is the uh, the father of T'Challa, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. He kills his brother. You know to def- you know to save to save to the, save uh, Zuri. Zuri. Yeah. yeah, Zuri. Young Zuri. Young Zuri. Yeah. So he killed his own brother to save him. But then the problem was he left behind he left behind a loose end, which was his son. He broke the rules. True, he broke the rules, but he's the king. He, true, he's black. So why would you bring knowledge into that? That's, yeah, that's somebody that could eventually take your throne. That true, but then, it, but here's the thing: it happened. It happened anyway. But who who planned on that happening though? And, well, the thing is, he didn't plan on getting blown up in that building in Civil War. He didn't. So I mean, but here's the thing: Killmonger should have been like, okay. One thing I'm still one one thing that bothered me about the film is that okay, your father's killer. Was was already killed about in um, Captain America: Civil War. You know, right. so I'm thinking, okay, he should be. He's like, okay, yeah, my father's a bitch, but he still took it out on T'Challa. True. And I'm thinking, like, wait a minute, why are you? Even me? though T'Challa had no knowledge. Exactly. He had, he had no knowledge of it. And on top of that, I'm like, why are you blaming him for your father's death? It's like he's like he's like he's still trying to avenge him. I'm like, why would you do that when you? It it, it just goes back to that old right. thing. I'm, I have to pay for my father's sin. So yeah, I was like, "Wow, really?" And then, you know, I mean, I, I was heartbroken with uh, Killmonger Kill Three. 
Yes. I was really heartbroken about that. I was like, because he tried to say to Chava that. He was like, hey, I'm the one that called you Chava's dad, you know? So then he's like, okay, all right, I'll take you out. I'm going to still take him out. I was like, wow. He was just filled with so much rage. And hate, yeah. And hate. He, he didn't understand. I don't think he really understood what it was he did until after he had that vision of his father. Right. The, the saddest part of that entire movie no for me, me, no tears for me. That's the <laughs> yeah, that, that, part, that, that, that is the most heartbreaking part of the entire movie because he really had no tears for his father. Right. He he was so tormented that he had no no emotion at all, and that to me that was the saddest part of the entire. That one line was the saddest part of the entire. Movie. I was he like, wow. Yeah, and he was heartbroken. Wow, it, to me that, that was just, it was just bad. It was terrible. Right, he was like he was like, hey, people, you know, people die every day. This is how it is out here. I was like, wow. And his dad says, what have I done? You know, it's it's awful. It it, it was painful also <clears throat> to watch the part where you know the the whole movie is these are, are these two men struggling with the death of their father. You know. You have Eric Killmonger, the, the no tears for me scene. And then you have the scene with T'Challa where he says, I don't think I'm ready. And T'Chaka says, well, of course you're ready to be king. He says, no, I'm not ready to live without you. Yeah. And that is just that is powerful. You know, this right. is a grown man telling his father, I can't do this without you. I can't be king. I can't live. I can't live and walk around this earth without you. Right. And he has to figure out how to do that at the same time, figure out how to be king, and at the same time, defend his throne from somebody who's destined to take it. And his pure willpower got him there. Yeah. In a sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's just, it was just pure willpower. I mean, he, I feel like he could have beaten T'Challa with the, with the earth. He, I mean, he was that focused on doing it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, realistically, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but here's the thing: when 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 they were both even matched, Eric Killmonger was too much for T'Challa to handle physically. Yeah, that's I was like, wow. Didn't he just he, come he, back from battle? It's still. He even, just came back from getting but, shot in the chest with a grenade launcher. But even at the end luckily of the movie, he had the armor on though. He had just got shot in the chest with a grenade. But even at the end of the movie, when they both had the the, the herb, uh, the magic heart shaped herb, and they both had on Black Panther suits, it, T'Challa he was still getting the best of T'Challa. T'Challa made one move, and Killmonger even said that was a good move. But you know yeah. that movie ended with a very powerful message when Eric Killmonger said, you know, I'm not going to let you take me back and fix me to just put me in prison. He said, I don't, he said, I, I don't want to be in these chains. He said, my ancestors knew that jumping from the ships is better than living in bondage. And I was like, dang, that was, I don't, I don't, yeah, he said, throw me in the oceans with my ancestors who knew that Jumping from the ships is better. I don't remember how he said it, but it, 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 yeah. it was powerful. Mm-hmm. It was powerful. And the movie essentially ended on that quote. You know, that was the end of Eric Killmonger. And, of course, at the end of the movie, you have T'Challa telling the world about Wakanda and telling the world, you know, we're here to help. 
know, we're finally going to open up our doors and let you know what we're capable of doing. Right. And you know, one thing that pissed me off, when he was giving that press conference, you have this small guy press conference, like, well, what can you all do for us? You know, you're just a bunch of farmers, <laughs> people that live in the mountains. What can you do for us? Not knowing that, <laughs> that right. Wakanda is the most advanced nation on the planet. With the smartest people in the, in, in, in the That's what I was wondering. I was like, what the heck? I was like, how the heck do you even get in a press conference? Man, you think you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how the heck do you think you... I'm like, this guy. I'm like, you, I'm like why are you here? How do you not know about Wakanda and their resources? <laughs> but then again... There has to be somebody that's an antagonist. There has to be somebody on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. That guy. Well, yeah. But overall, Black Panther, great movie. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Uh, 9.9. Because there was some, you know, oh, the movie wasn't perfect. It, it wasn't, wasn't perfect. perfect. No, no, no. Don't, 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 hey, I'm, that's why I'm giving you a 9.9. It was good. Off, I mean, I, it was good. I can watch it. The Marvel C- movies. The CGI was kind of crappy. That CGI suit was kind of crappy. No, I mean, well, I, I thought the CGI was a little too much. Though, yeah. he, he, he could easily tell with CGI. Yeah, the first, that's what I was the first half of that movie was a bit slow. Right. And like I said, T'Challa is the most boring character in the entire movie. He really is. And, and it's a story arc process. I get that. But he wasn't he, in half the movie. He, yeah, he wasn't in half the movie, first of all. Half the movie mm-hmm. was not in. This movie was more so about Eric Killmonger. Yeah, exactly. His story, basically his growing story. up out yeah. of poverty. Yeah. It, and it was great. And I think that he was the most boring character, really, again, because he's kind of a back burner. Mm-hmm. But great story, still a great movie. Not perfect, but still a good so yeah, but uh, the the cinematography was excellent. excellent. Oh, like magnifique. <laughs> and then um, I, I did like the writing. You know, there's yeah, some parts there. There were some parts I didn't like. You know, and then the reason why I gave it a nine point nine because there was that part where Killmonger still blamed Blanche Chava for his father's death, despite the fact that his father was avenged. That bothered. But sure. other than that, you know, well, he, was, else, he was just driven by pure. Rage, hate, rage. Who's he blamed for his father's death? He blamed, no, he blamed T'Challa despite the fact that T'Chaka was. I think he blamed the king. He wanted, I think he blamed the king. The king. Yes, the king. The king just so happened that T'Challa was the one on the throne. Was the one of the king at that time. I think it was the king he had. If he had had an opportunity, he would have fought OG too. Yeah. He would have fought T'Chaka. If T'Chaka was still alive, he would have fought him. Yeah. And took the throne. Yeah. OG, he would have. That's who he had his beef with. But the fact that he was on the throne. He just happened to be the man. Again. That's what he wants. I want that. As, right. as he said, free, he's going to catch my fade. That's what he's right. saying. <laughs> 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 something he wanted, he's like, I want that. I want that. You can't stop me from getting it. I'm taking it. Hey, I'm T. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Like it challenges <laughs> you. One thing we have not talked about, I completely forgot. My favorite character in the whole movie. Bye bye. Oh, Mbaku. Mbaku. I. Mbaku. Mbaku. Jabari. We have walked from the mountains. <laughs> And we will not have it. We will not have it. We will not have it. He's a glory to Anoman. 
Right, because I'm, I'm, I'm just watching. I'm just watching the movie. I'm like. So I was like, oh, it's trying to be there. And obviously, you hear the. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell is this? You cannot speak colonizer. Right. If you open your mouth again, I'll speak to my children. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He giggles. He goes. He's like, we are vegetarians. I was like, okay, that's where I explain some fishermen, I guess. But he was. He and also, I love the relationship that T'Challa has with Shuri in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, that brother-sister. <clears throat> they're like best friends in a way. Like, I love their relationship and how they interact. You know, the part where he walks through and she goes, well, you don't get toes out in my lab. <laughs> 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 I love
He's like, what did I miss? I was like, oh, the part where uh, Wakanda is now no longer a third world country and T'Challa now introduced Wakanda to the world. And they also introduced the White Wolf. <clears throat> yes. Oh, and then the White Wolf. And then, because I was like, I was like, Winter Soldier was in that, a.k.a. Bucket B. <clears throat> I would sincerely hope so. And not I'm rooting for Bucky on that one. You know, I'm all for, you know, I think there. I think there's a thing. There was a thing going on with uh, Sherry and uh, Winston. I think there was. If he was mm-hmm. there would have been. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just like because I was like, I was like, you know, I had to tell the guy. I'm like, well, first one was the press conference when, like, you know, T'Challa was now <clears throat> announcing to the world that Wakanda was no longer a third world country, and then the second one was with the Winter Soldier. <clears throat> but um, you know. But I definitely did like the point. Oh, I was like, that. she had muscles on. She had that. She had that. The figure was like, on point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, they were crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. So, uh, still, you know. Not, I would have given it a ten if I had gotten a better understanding of the film as far as that one part that uh, you know John explained to me. So, but uh, the the part where he was still blaming the king, you know, the time, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. that part. That's what. But I mean, him is in this, this yeah. right. So that's why I was like, you know, I mean, if I had got a better understanding of that, we're gonna, you know, give it a, you know, a ten, you know, because I, I thought there was some flaws, but other than that, bam. I'll watch that again and again and again and again and again. That's how that's how good that movie was, you know. So, oh, and then I did I did love that Stanley cameo though. Yeah. People were like, ah, and then people were looking at me, and then my friend, my friend Regina was like, ah, because she's like, yeah, that's you, that's your boy, man. I was like, yeah. Stanley is, you know, the Stanley did an interview before Black Panther came out about how important this movie was. And he made the same point that I made. Uh, a little black kid now saying, hey, I want to be a black panther. Or a little white kid or a Chinese kid. Yeah. <clears throat> but he also said, you know, black panther was his second favorite character out of all of his characters. Before the Fireman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone that yeah. Fireman is his favorite Exactly. Character. But he said that the black panther was right there at number two. Or mm-hmm. He said that this was, he said that this was his most important movie that he's ever seen. I, uh, I remember when I was like, I think I was like 11, going on 12, and my dad bought me two Fantastic Four comics that featured the Black Panther. He's his first feature. Exactly. So I'm just saying, that's the only comic book. I only had two issues of, that's the only comic book I have with Black Panther in it, because he wasn't wasn't out of Fantastic Four. So that's why I was like, oh, cool, you know, I still have it in good good condition. I do regret not bringing that to Stan Lee to something. But other than that, you know, that's I don't have any. No, that's the only comic book I have with Black Panther in it. But I am going to buy some hardback covers, you know, because there were some interesting comic books. I mean, there's some interesting hard graphic novels of the Black Panther. I thought was pretty cool. Right. So I was going to get some of those. Right. <clears throat> but um, see, I collect a whole lot of comic books though because you know it just got confusing, man. You know, it it, it, it reboots so much stuff. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so um, that's uh. 
I just thought, okay, that's a yeah problem. I mean, I mean, that's the only problem I have. So. But mainly, I'm more focused on <clears throat> the House of M universe, the, mm-hmm. the mainstream universe, the Ultimate Universe, Civil War universe. Uh, I'm interested in things like that. Right. Yeah, there, there, uh, there, there, there are a lot of great stories, and there's some that I don't think can be put into the cinematic universe and because it's so complex. But the Marvel. <coughs> The Marvel story verse itself is just so vast. There's so many great stories that people have all about when they actually read the comics. Right. That's where the that's where the tree the tree is not Right. The tree thing is just different. Right. And, and they gear these movies towards people as well. If you've never read a comic book, you can watch these movies and enjoy them because you can follow the story. And and, and that's okay because you know they put little Easter eggs in these movies. to this podcast and I would like to thank CJ and my little brother John also known as Hypocrisy for participating in this episode thanks for having me and feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook we're available on iTunes and the Google Play Music app and I would like to say good day to you all and wish y'all a happy new year stay frosty stay frosty (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>